Welcome to this week's episode of Toys on Tap. We bring on more horrific, an incredible 3D sculptor that is doing work that is out of this world. He has done work for me, and it is absolutely impeccable. You want to support the show? You can like, follow, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get podcasts. If you want to follow us on socials, it's at Toys on Tap on all socials. And if you want to support the show even further, you can jump on that Patreon at patreon.com slash toys on tap. Now let's get to this episode of Toys on Tap. Dude, I'm pumped that you're on Toys on Tap. Um, I have a little bit of the sniffles. I'm sorry, but we're clocking in today. Hey, I did too, um, and then I just used some nasal spray because I was like, oh shit, this is going to suck if, I, <laughs> if I'm just sniffing the whole time. But, all right, good. We're on the same. Page. And this is your first podcast that you've done, correct? I used to have a podcast, uh, but it was um, it was all movie-related. That's it's like right. uh, movie That's history right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was big, too. It was really big, and um, but we, uh, uh, my friend popped out of it and then we just decided not to continue it so what a bummer like when when you say big give me some numbers how big are we talking we had um i mean um nowadays it's not i mean like youtube you have to have such a big following you know yeah but for podcasts i feel like it was big so we had over twenty thousand subscribers on there so big yeah, for a pod, for like a small podcast, I think it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I don't know if there's twenty thousand toy makers. I need to get all <laughs> of them together and pump this up. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Toys on Tap. Before we dive into anything or hear all about you and your incredible work, please introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. I'm more horrific. I uh, I sculpt digitally. I I suck at making toys because I'm kind of get lazy after I sculpt something. <laughs> I have some printers, but I, I haven't really, I did a few test things. They sucked. And then I got discouraged. Um, that's about it. That's about what I do. Man, to say that you like don't make toy or you suck at making toys. I have a toy that you did incredible work on. Yeah, you made it happen though. <laughs> like it would have it would have just been a, a digital image if if I had done it. I'm so stoked to talk about those things because a lot of people don't know that some of the work that I do, I work closely with certain artists because though I love resin and mold making and all that stuff, some of the stuff I want to accomplish can't be done at a level with that. And you have been a person that's like made some of these doors open up. So I'm excited to talk about that today. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I, uh, uh, it opens the doors for me too. Cause I, I just don't make, I'll collaborate with people and that that's the only time that my stuff will ever get made. Cause I just, I need to, I mean, my wife, she, she tells me over and over, I mean, for over a year now, she's been telling me just print it, like just set up your shit and print it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but before we jump into like what we've done, what you do, all that stuff, walk it back. At some point, you either were impacted by toys, you had a lot of toys, 
didn't matter you did you grow up in the age of like saturday cartoons and all the toys you could imagine yeah so i was uh i'm just a little older than you i was born in 86 okay and so i feel like perfect time for all of that commercialism i i and i ate it all up i watched every cartoon uh there are a few that i missed out on that i'm surprised i did because i i sought everything out and and toys i i had pretty much everything um i i missed out on motu and uh i didn't have any star Wars. i did have some motu toys but i never uh yeah i did i didn't watch he-man when i was younger i i've watched all of them now but um star wars i didn't have any star wars stuff pretty much everything else i did though you know even yeah. the obscure things like uh, skeleton warriors. Um, I, I used to watch, there was a cartoon, obscure cartoon. Uh, it was like stop motion clay animation called uh, bump in the night. And no. it was, uh, yeah, it was really good. I thought it was good. I think I have it actually. Um, but yeah, I got into stop motion animation, which um, I got a camera when I was younger. So I started doing that with clay. That probably was the yeah. That would have been the first time that I started sculpting stuff was when I was probably like ten or something, and I got a camera and just wanted to make some videos. That's young to 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 start doing that, especially in the nineties when video cameras were so expensive or any kind of. Camera. Oh, they were. Yeah, it was a pass. You know, it was passed down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my parents were going to go. It was like you know those things are over three grand back then so yeah holy geez i you know what's crazy to me is the saturday morning cartoon or whatever there was this um i can't remember the station that it was on but i think it was regular tv where some of the cartoons would happen every morning as i was getting ready for school it was like yeah gargoyles and x-men and those types of cartoons yeah, yeah and it was so yeah, I, sick yeah waiting for the school bus i just watched that and we had um i mean back then we had the uh we had, we had a i guess back then it would have been considered a pretty nice tv in the living room but we in our kitchen where i sit and eat breakfast and wait for the bus we had this little bitty colored tv that had messed up and turned to black and white and i just watched cartoons on it gargoyles was one of those that would play in the morning and there was uh was a, what was it mummies alive i'd yep. watch uh and then there was another channel that showed older stuff like um uh the tex avery show i love yep. that show um and then like you know Looney Tunes and stuff i found myself doing stuff like gargoyles or i would go the complete opposite way and do things like johnny quest yeah and yeah, johnny quest is good Definitely not of age to be watching Johnny Quest. It, what is that, <laughs> 60s, 70s cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, to be really into a show like that, that is kind of bland. It wasn't everything that I wanted it to be. I don't know. I yeah. just remember watching so many cartoons when I was young. Yeah, we were. We all grew up kind of in a, in a weird time, you know, because you uh, bring a lot over from the last generation. So we're growing up with the toys from the last generation, the cartoons with the last generation, the movies. I mean, but those kind of trickled down. We're still watching movies from the seventies and eighties. Dude, 
to go back and spend time. I had this weird moment. I don't think I've ever talked about it on here. This weird moment where I, I might have been in sixth grade. I was in such a hurry to get cool. I, I don't know <laughs> what that means, but like I I remember the first time I saw a girl at school that I was like, whoa, like what what is happening? And I remember going home and talking to my mom and saying, I don't want to watch cartoons anymore. I think I'm too old for that. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> looking back, like, I wasn't. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was pretty, I feel like I was self-aware. And I just, I didn't give a shit. I just watched, I, I didn't stop. I, I know you asked that question a lot on the show. And uh, it didn't stop, you know, and, and with the, I know that's another thing you ask is, uh, uh, you know, did you grow out of the toys? Did you get rid of all your stuff? And I, uh, I didn't, but my parents, I believe secretly did, you know, cause my stuff would just, eventually it wasn't there anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe garage sales and just throwing stuff away. Yeah. I, and I mean, you get rid of your parents could take what like five toys at a time and you would never know yeah you never know <laughs> yeah i i know and some of those oh man i wish they wouldn't i know i had the uh was it like the ninja turtles like rock'em sock'em robot yeah. things worth a lot now and uh i always joke with dimension x i don't have uh i never got the uh uh what is it the um uh the bad guy headquarters for Ninja Turtles, the uh, or, Technodrome. There we Technodrome. go. Technodrome. Yeah, yeah. So I never got that. And uh, his parents bought it for his brother, and and he ended up with it. So I'm kind of jealous because you can't. I mean, those things are so hard to find now. Yeah, when they pop up, they're so expensive. I The more that I'm on this podcast and the more I'm talking to people, it's like more memories are unlocked um do you remember mighty max oh yeah i love mighty max so much yeah, yeah i think we've probably I, I, message about this right oh yeah yeah um, yeah uh, that, that's funny because that's another thing that uh somebody somebody maybe a couple of people said on your show was i'm sure you remember this burying toys like they would bury their toys yeah uh, a couple I, people i did that with that. mighty max yeah i did that and i don't know why i just they're so tiny. Hole. Yeah. Yeah. I dug a hole, stuck my Mighty Mac. They're still sitting under the ground, wherever the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> yeah. I had so many of them. And I can, um, what's crazy is uh, as it unlocks in my brain, like I can hold my hand out and remember all of these things. Um, I remember having the like mountain one and the skull and the scorpion, like all yeah. these things. Yeah, I rebought the mountain one. I have that one. Oh, see, that's sick. Looking back, in comparison to the other toys I had, and and like this is only looking back, um, not a good toy. Like, there's only so much playability that you have with it versus. Yeah, they suck. (laughs) Yeah, but like now, I want all of them. Yeah, me too. And and that's that's that was kind of my thought about it was because like forever it was just i i didn't i mean like really young i'd play with them but no i wasn't i wasn't really playing with them um pretty early on uh 
I just kind of saw them as art. And so I wanted to, I just wanted them. I just liked how everything looked. I, I don't think I ever played with Mighty Max. I just had them there, you know, just like uh, uh, people our age now would just collect them. Yeah. Um, I don't know I how did that you with, play um, Yeah, I don't know. They're like Polly Pockets. I, I never saw anybody play with a Polly Pocket before either. <laughs> uh, I did that with, uh, what was it? The uh, Magic Magic the Gathering. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah. Um, I collect so when that first came out, I collected those and I collected a lot of them. I had binders full of those. And I had a friend come over and he was like, Oh, let me show you how to play this. And he was showing me and it was way over my head. So I just told him to take them. They're Dude. worth a fortune now. They're yeah. worth so much money. That and I early hate thinking set. about that. <laughs> Holy moly. That early set. Is I had so some. I, I looked them up and I'm like, man, there was. There was over six figures in those binders. Then I just gave them away. <laughs> I did that with, um, so I missed Magic the Gathering. I was born in 90, so I missed a yeah. good portion of that. Um, but every card game that came out following that, I collected. So it was Yeah, like, so Pokemon just boomed yeah. also. There's so many of those that are worth ridiculous money. And in it, it was another, th- like I had Pokemon... Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z had a trading card game. I just kept going. And what was so crazy is having the the binder of Pokemon and then I hit like 12, maybe 13. And I was like, mom, can you just sell these? Because she was really into eBay. <laughs> I was like, can you just yeah. give it? And she got like 50 bucks. For the whole binder. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, and now it's like oh, it sucks. six, seven, ten thousand dollars worth of cards because I remember all the cards yeah. that were in there. Oh, I hate thinking about that. I, Whatever. I even, yeah, I hated the Magic the Gathering issue because I'm like so bad that uh, I was talking to somebody about it and then I was like, I'm going to go find this guy, uh, like whoever I gave him to and figure out, like last year I did this figure out what he did with those and i couldn't even i couldn't even figure out who it was <laughs> i was like asking people and they're like no you didn't give them to me like, Damn. <laughs> not even being able to track down the person makes it even that much worse yeah <laughs> <clears throat> um so you didn't give them away your parents kind of like slipped them out um you are a digital sculptor so at some point you had to have done something with graphic design i'm assuming right uh yeah you know i did but i i don't i don't know that it really related to it uh because uh i i did graphic design but in high school so i went to a specific kind of uh business high school where you learn all sorts of stuff and uh i took (laughs) i was the only person in the school that took uh graphic design for the entire entire time that i was in high school mm. um to, to the point that like the last year i just sat in the back of the class and drew on uh illustrator and photoshop like that's all i did just yeah. for they, they didn't care what i was doing um but no i i um the thing that got me into digital sculpting was really weird because a few years back now there's a company called uh uh media molecule i think that's what they're called and they uh-huh. put out a video game called Sackboy, but they put out another game called uh dreams and you could digitally sculpt and build your own video games in it it's 
probably the hardest thing to sculpt in. I mean, ZBrush feels easier than sculpting with a handheld controller. Yeah. Um, but I started doing that on there and then found uh, Forger and Blender and Nomad and just kind of went from there. What's crazy is your style of sculpting or what you have like honed in on is so nostalgic and it reminds me of like any playmates toy that came through all of those how did you 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 started nomad what was the year that you started doing digital sculpting um well on on like when i was uh, any of my stuff that's on you know instagram is all from uh let's see covid you know just like a lot of people uh i started then and i and it didn't start with with that i had um i had this idea i wanted to make uh yoshi into uh shin godzilla like yeah. like uh like chibi though and um and i had a, a large yoshi and i cut it to pieces and put some monster clay on it and sculpted it i thought it looked pretty badass and then i decided i would mold it and so i, I molded it in my kitchen and uh and it was huge it was the thing was massive um and so it took so it took it probably cost me probably four hundred dollars to make one holy hell just one freaking yoshi and i made two and they both turned out like shit and then i got discouraged and stopped doing that (laughs) (laughs) just like the printing (laughs) uh but i still have those um I think they suck. I need to use some like epoxy and fix them up or something. But then I got into the sculpting because I was like, oh, I could just do this on here and print them out or something. Um, but yeah, it all started with, uh, I guess, COVID. And, and it wasn't because I had extra time. Uh, I was working in, in news and, and in between shows, I had, I had a bit of time. And so I just sculpt then, sculpt at home and sculpt during work. To be working in news during COVID has got to be the busiest time. It it's the opposite, honestly. Like oh. it, if yeah, so like uh, my life didn't change at all. Like nothing changed uh, except for the roads were clear. Like there was nobody on the roads because I was yeah. in Colorado at the time, and they kind of shut down everything. And so it was just like, oh man, driving to work is fantastic. Um, but my life didn't change at all. I mean. Um, we didn't have, you know, normally we'd have like guests and stuff come into the studio, but we didn't have anybody coming in. But I was still doing the same thing, still stuck in my little bubble. That's so sick to to find out that like, because with every artist that comes on that started during COVID, it's because all of a sudden we had so much more time. But for you, like a, as a different artist to come on and say like, no, I kind of just fit my stuff in. It didn't change. Like that's an interesting take on the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. As you like sculpted this Yoshi Shin Godzilla, um, <laughs> which probably came out around the same time as the uh, Cookie Monster one, right? Yeah, yeah, it did actually. Uh, the Cookie Monster came out uh, shortly after that. Yeah, and we've talked about that, and we both are in awe of that figure and RIP to Gabriel. Um, yeah. But it's like, 
how did you make the jump from that to then digital sculpting? Like who was the person that you saw or what was the thing that was like, oh, I want to just move to that entirely? I I didn't. I just uh I was like, oh, there's I wonder if there's because I knew about Blender and ZBrush, but yeah. but uh, I wasn't committed at that. I didn't want to like dish out money if I suck at it, you know. And so I uh I was like, I wonder if there's anything on the iPad. So I just went looking and found uh I found Forger and I was Again, I was like, um, I know Dave uses it uh, or used to use it a lot. He likes it a lot. Um, I was discouraged because I was like, eh, I don't really like Forger. Uh, and then I found Nomad and I was like, this is so freaking easy. It's so easy to sculpt in this to the point that I'm like, I got to go buy a new iPad. Um, and luckily the uh, iPad with the M1 chip had just come out, which was a huge difference. I can, I mean, before I would, I'd sculpt something, it would be around maybe 500,000 vertices and my iPad would crash. Now I'm getting up to like, I think the highest one is like 15 million vertices I did before I started getting some lagging on it. That's, what are you sculpting that needs 15 million vertices? It's it's just how I sculpt and I know I know it's backwards. Most people don't do it like this, mm-hmm. but I, I, I need that, that visual gratification. Uh, I, I have to have it. <laughs> and so, you know, like you, what you do is you usually start with some primitives and then start blocking stuff out and like, uh, you know, pretty low resolution. And then you, uh, you know, then you raise it up and then start adding detail. But I just have it all high from the beginning and just, hope for the best (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i hope that it doesn't start crashing on me yeah how did you get to so as you're 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 sculpting and you're posting on instagram and doing this like slow build there is a connecting point with other artists is this where you find dave and where you find everyone yeah so dave was the first person that that you know i may have yeah, yeah, no, it was Dave. Dave reached out to me. Uh, he's the first person that had, uh, and uh, it was because I was sculpting. So again, I I mostly sculpt just what I want, like what I want to have. Um, and a lot of that early stuff sucks. I need to go back and and redo some things. But uh, one of those things was I wanted to make a Ninja Turtles uh, party wagon. Uh, merged with uh, Castle Gray School. Oh my god! And so I I sculpted that, and I I know he wouldn't like those, but I think his comment was on I did a recreation of the uh, you know the little sticker on the back of the party wagon with the motor on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I sculpted the actual engine uh, instead of doing a sticker, and he was commenting on, it. and then we started talking, and then he. Uh, you know, was telling me about this idea that he wanted to do for making a mutant, which I, I mean, like when you hear it, you're just like, holy shit, why has nobody thought of this? That's such a great idea, which is uh, the travesty that it hasn't blown up because it, it has no reason to have not blown up already. It's such a great idea. So many artists. I mean, even if you had that idea, honestly, like it's, it's, hard to get that many people together to do something and he does it effortlessly and i think it's uh he's just such a likable person i think that's why everybody's just so willing to work with him you know yeah you know i remember 
I don't know how I met him. Um, I can't really even identify how I met so many of you guys through this um, journey of toy making. But I do remember at some point, probably after the podcast, I, I think I'd asked him to come on and he's a big supporter of Toys on Tap. And then uh, he did tell me about the idea of making a mutant. And I like, just like you, I flew up the handle. I was like, this is amazing. What do we, Yeah. like, how do I do, how do I invest in this? What are we doing? <laughs> and um, then I, I guess he started to collect a bunch of artists and you happen to be one of those artists that he collected, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I was, uh, I was from the start. I worked on the first one. Uh, I did, I know you have one of the figures. Um, I did the left leg of the first figure the and uh, uh claw on like a wood yeah, piece right yeah that's right yeah yeah that one yeah so that was my first one and and i've done i've done some pretty bad ones but i feel like i feel like i've gotten better at it i like to um I, I never did before but i like to keep in mind now that hey this is going to get printed so i need to um i need to sculpt it in a way that it's it's actually gonna work because uh yeah, like I got to redo that that party wagon I was talking about because there's no way it's printable at all. Um, I didn't have that in mind at the time. I was just kind of making some art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, though. Like uh, the people that he's gotten on there, too. I mean, even the that initial uh, group of people, everybody was amazing. Um, I, I feel like maybe he was following them or they were following him and he just started asking around and now we um i mean if anybody wants to join uh we bring them right in and i think i uh uh brought some guy in uh a couple weeks ago so he'll be on the next round awesome yeah it kind of has opened up doors to even on the podcast i i've found new artists that's how i found um epoxy crusader and snc yeah. toys uh gore hounds that's how i found a lot of different artists and started partnering and getting them on the episodes and stuff and because it, it's a crazy idea and i think it's morphed um and gotten better with time for sure started yeah. out fantastic and somehow got better and it's crazy because um you and i talk regularly at this point and to hear how many things you've sculpted so far because you've been in, <laughs> have you been in every round since the first one i haven't missed one and the only reason i still haven't missed one is because i have such a long track record now i feel like i i have to be committed yeah <laughs> not miss any i mean there's one uh, there's one we did where i did uh seven sculpts because we Holy had hell yeah yeah and a few of those were like overnight i was like what the hell am i gonna do uh but yeah we just every now and then we'll have um people drop out or, or forget about it because i mean we we do one a month now um and so I, I you know people got stuff going on so it's easy to forget about this uh there's a few of us though um me i know um bootleg oh my god bootleg toyko he his he's so quick as soon as he has like what we're going to do he's he's already got it done it just sits on his mind he can't stand it (laughs) 
your guys's sculpting speed is out of this world um yeah you, you see I, that that new sculpt last night uh the the one that gorehounds and i did no i didn't it hasn't popped up for me yeah check that out boot um gorehounds uh busted that thing out overnight and it looks amazing and he did it in zbrush i don't know how he does it you guys because it was on the live that i did that you were talking about some kind of collaboration for halloween and what was that yeah. four days ago yeah it was just a few days yeah holy hell we um like the the world just watches how quickly you guys are pounding through some of these things and it's absolutely incredible set um that adage you can have two of the three it's like fast cheap or good <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys are yeah. all fast and good uh and what's crazy to me uh it wasn't until recently that you started taking commissions uh yeah i know yeah that was that was because of you <laughs> uh i i would i i didn't want to do commissions uh, like we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this meanwhile the galaxy of bootleg treasures dov2 we have an engine failure we almost crash land on dke toy planet oh my we're doomed wait salvation hooray we're saved dov2 Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. I I don't I don't want to do it. Um, but I'm like, uh, yeah, Yucko ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it for sure. <laughs> Easy. And then yeah, and then I started getting other ones, and uh, yeah, there's um. I mean, dang! I, I gotta apologize to Nine to Five because uh, I still gotta finish his stuff. I, I started a few of them, and I just—I I think my issue with the commissions is I'm just—I'm uh, worried they're not gonna be as as good, you know? Yeah. And so I, I want to get them perfect. I want to make sure that it's uh, that that the person's like uh, you know excited and and happy about the finished product. For me, I'm like, I'm just going to make whatever I want. I don't give a shit, like, how it looks, um, which I, I don't know if it's less pressure. It tends to turn out better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, the, I can tell you on this side, if I can brag a, a little bit, um, it was so easy to work with you and the back and forth, give and take. And it, sometimes I work with people and just explaining my ideas is so tough for some people. And I yeah. think my initial explanation for you was this like half-hearted Photoshop merging of photos. And I think all I did was send that to you for the first one we did. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty straightforward though. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's basically a, a Furby Yeti, but it's uh, like killing other Furbies and, uh, using them as a skin so uh and then and then we had uh you know uh we redid a part of it because um yeah it uh you wanted it to look more like uh what's that the character from star wars the wampa. Uh, yeah the wampa that's right yeah so so then we uh you know redid it a little bit and 
Uh, yeah, I think that was about it. Yeah. Except That's... for, I mean, early on, do you, you remember like my, my original sculpt that I was like sending you, right? Like those look terrible. The, it's, I do remember. Yeah. 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 And it was so funny because I'm like, I don't know where my head is at. Like I'm sculpting this and I'm like, Oh, this looks good. And then I show my wife and she's like, Oh no, like you, you gotta redo this. <laughs> you gotta redo this. <laughs> I, uh, and, uh yeah, it, it's crazy because it, if we walked it back even a little further before I even um, knew like a bunch of different 3D sculptors, I had come across a guy that goes by the name Motley Miscreations. And he was the one that sculpted Astron for me based off oh, ideas. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that like, guy turned out great. It, it's it, it, a fantastic toy. I like... I'm a little distracted by what's going on with other work right now, but um, was able to like convey the idea, prototype it out, get it to him. And he sculpted and, did, and he nailed it. Um, and that toy has been evolving because I've had to like figure out new articulation, figure out how to fit it into like certain bliss, like all kinds of stuff that I didn't yeah. even think about when I first had it sculpted. And yeah. Um, I went to different and then like fast track a little bit um, because you eventually have a part to play in the Astron story as well. Yeah. I was talking to Toy Du Jour about the Furby show and um, they were pumped about it. And I had this idea just on a whim. And I don't know if we were already talking yet, but I was like, let's if you're open, let's do this sent you my like half-hearted whatever it was and knew that I wanted it to feel um like the wampa figure like the, the just the body and the head attached like that kind of look yeah and it took dude it was so quick to get those first sketches from you it was so quick oh yeah 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 I gotta I have to and I yeah, I used to do like some traditional art, but I I only sketched enough to know what I'm going to do and uh yeah, so once I have that sketch partially done, I just I I like to sculpt it cuz I'm not trying to draw anything. <laughs> yeah. And then was able to like get it back and forth, worked on some of the details, and now the figure is like going nuts. It's a designer con thing for dove it happened at the Ferb show um now working with a gallery to have two versions printed and yeah, it's those look great those look you, so good and it's all because of you like can we just take well, it's a second of you it's not because <laughs> <laughs> look if i had sculpted it it would be sitting in instagram for eternity yeah <laughs> that's all it would have been doing <laughs> it like yeah, just doing that. And so I'm pumped about that. And that's why, like, um, one of my favorite things about it and that I tell people is, like, pay your artists, pay them, value people that you hire to work for you or work with you or, or collab or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's why I was so hell-bent on, like, I need to pay you. I want your name on the bottom of one of the Ferbzerker's feet, like, all these things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see those things packaged up. I mean, we've seen uh we've seen the paint now. Oh man, they look they look perfect. 
Uh, yeah. I can't believe they got him so perfect. I mean, it looks like you pulled him right out of the the, the digital sculpt, you know? I'm pumped about it. I can't, uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about it or not. Because I don't know, yeah. like, we didn't talk through that, me and them. But, uh, yeah, I, you were the first person. I was like, check these out. Um, and what was crazy is I don't know what 3D sculpting and rendering, like, all that stuff means. Um, but the first image you sent, one of the designs is basically just those colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like seeing that. I like the black one a lot, too, though. That's uh, a, I, I yeah. almost did the red mohawk, so it's funny you, you went with the actually almost went with the black Furby too. The that was the dark rendition of it, uh, from yeah. um Augustus Comics, I believe is their Instagram. Oh the yeah, one... yeah, yeah. From his uh his uh the art that he made for it. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. I, he... I wish uh wish I would have put some claws on his hands. Every time I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I put claws on his feet, but I didn't put claws on his hand. No, that's okay. That's okay. I absolutely love it. Those claws are so sharp um, that when I send Furbies or Furbzerkers out, it claw <laughs> like it gets through the bubble wrap. Oh no. It's it's <laughs> oh, no. awesome. No, no, it's it's awesome. <laughs> um, so I yeah, that and then fixed some articulation, um, like how wide Astron is. And so it's been this like cool thing to work with you on this end. Um, one, you're so quick Two, your work is great. And three, like it, whatever this is partnership or not, it has opened doors that have been crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got more stuff in the works. Uh, I uh, feel like I have to stop taking like, I don't want to do, I'm going to start turning commissions down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to help. I want to help nine to five out. I love his stuff. It's so good. Yeah. Um. And those things, have you seen, did you see the prototypes? Man. Yeah. He, so his perfect. work is incredible. Yeah. And so I, I want to finish that for him and then uh, get to your stuff. And then Dimension X and I, we, we always have something going on. We had uh, a plan for a few things. Um, months and months ago that I know we we both need to get on to. Tell me about some of your favorite sculpts that you've done. I know that, that one. I've done. Yeah, you have one of a Casey Jones in Carbonite, this cheese pizza Carbonite. Hey, yeah, that one blew up. I don't know. It's insane. Why. Yeah, that that was crazy. We were to bitch and I, we were just messaging messaging each other back and forth, and we were like the hell's going on you know this is crazy uh but we did post on um what is it uh may 4th so that that could have had something to do with it but yeah so he had an idea he was like i i uh we were like we're gonna do this um he gave me the idea to do i believe originally it was shredder and carbonite Mm -hmm. and then i started thinking about it and i was like uh i feel like casey jones kind of fits on solo's character maybe a little more yeah so i I was gonna do casey jones and carbonite and and i did it and i was like "Eh, it's not enough (laughs) so then i redid it and pizza (laughs) and uh yeah it's got like 6300 something likes on it now and so we got so many so many people reaching out wanting to buy it so 
we've been planning on making it for a while. Um, I think Dave's going to print a few up here really soon. We've been saying that, though. We even had some comments on there. They were like, man, I really love your stuff, but uh, you never make anything. <laughs> so that sucks. <laughs> I, uh, that, you know, there's some truth in there and like, I've only seen your work if I've had like bootleg toy co or someone print out the making a mutant. Yeah. And how do you live in this, um, middle ground where you are creating pieces of toy art that hit every nostalgic button from the 80s and 90s but then are also not printing them like how how do you live in that area <laughs> i don't know i don't know because i i want them but uh i don't know man uh i think it's just the way i think if i play like a video game and oh like uh maybe uh mega man that's a bad one I remember I bought like the Mega Man Legacy Collection and I started playing those and I was like, damn, this game's hard. <laughs> it's so hard. And I'm like, I just put it down. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So, I just, I need to get over that. I need to get some good prints. If I can get some good prints, I'll feel motivated, I guess. Like I want to create the art and I know I can, I know I can sculpt it. That's why I, I like to do, um, where like, I don't like to do, uh, um commissions i love doing collaborations so i i'm always open for collaborations i reach out to people for that i did some with uh beast wreck even he's pretty big uh i surprised he he would want to do that so i did a couple for him um, which is so crazy can we take a second and talk about how crazy that is to say out loud it is crazy isn't it <laughs> instead of getting paid you want to just help people oh yeah yeah, well, not, you know, yeah, I mean, like, uh, everybody's doing it for the art. I don't think anybody's expecting to quit their job for it, you know, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do it anyways, if we're making money or not, you know. Man, that is so real. What was cool is the second that we started talking about the Ferb Zerker piece going off and doing, like, bigger things, I you like lit up and you're like I have another piece that might fit and you told me about the Yoshi piece oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah the Ghidorah Yoshi that's right and yeah that I was, was an so idea pumped immediately yeah that one was that was an idea like pretty early on I was just like again like I just love Yoshi that's what's weird right like so I, I chose more horrific because I wanted to take things and make them more horrific. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. And it didn't happen. I just make nostalgic stuff. <laughs> but like my, my favorite thing is, is taking something cute. Cause I love, you know, cute stuff. I love like Pokemon and, and uh, Mario stuff like that. Even like hello kitty, you know, and then taking those and adding a different element. So the horror element to them, not going like full horror, but like a good medium. Yeah, and uh, and I just didn't ever do it. I've only done it a few times now. But one of those things was like I I wanted to make Yoshi into Ghidorah because I have some Ghidoras, and I was like I want to do a Ghidorah, uh, and so I wanted to make that Yoshi, and uh, 
I think it turned out pretty good. I think I need to re-sculpt it. I'm mm-hmm. not so sure it's uh, it's great for printing. I did print. That that was a print that I did. I printed uh, the heads out, and I printed the body out. And then I was like, oh, these pegs don't even fit in. <laughs> so I took a Dremel after it, and I still couldn't get them to fit. So I still need to do that. I need to try that again. That is so great. I um, Because full disclosure, my whole game plan after this one's done is for you to gather the ones that you have that you're like these are the good ones and just start submitting these to the same place like hey here's four or five more what do you think (laughs) yeah they're yeah that that place they they put out some crazy stuff too i they posted one posted something today it was a ninja turtle thing uh they're like wow man they're really leaning into because they mostly do um, like movie poster prints and art prints. And that's that's what they've been doing forever. And I want to say that uh, the Cookiezilla was like their first toy. And it did. I mean, it sold out in seconds. I was I was surprised that I, I got one. Or I got one. I have two now, but I got one. Um, and now they're, they're kind of doing it a lot more frequent. Um, they haven't done a lot, but it seems like they're picking up on that. Uh, there's a market. I think, uh, I know it seems like the art toy scene is kind of stagnant, but, uh, I don't think that's true. I think it's kind of, I think it's growing again. Yeah. The things that I'm starting to think about when it comes to, um, like if the scene is stagnant or not, um, Work has to hit a bunch of buttons. I have so much work that I like so many toys I've made that don't hit nostalgia buttons, don't hit like this is amazing buttons, like those types of things. Yeah. And I think if it doesn't hit a certain amount of however many those buttons are, then it it will become stagnant and not sell or not do super well. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it has a lot to do with just how many artists there are now and and that's that's a weird thing too, because uh, this community is so welcoming, and nobody competes with each other. But there are so so many artists doing this now that it it sort of is a competition. Like if you if you don't make like the best thing, like it's not going to do well. Um, like it, just depending on like you know what genre of toy that you are doing, there's so many variations. And people uh, tend to collect a very specific part of that too. Who like people? They collect, you know, mostly bootleg stuff or even the kit bashers. They only do that thing. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, I think uh, I think it's picking up though. Um, but yeah, I, I think you just have to kind of do do your the absolute best for it to to do really good. Yeah, I uh it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know that there's a secret sauce. Like there might be. Uh, yeah, there probably isn't. Yeah, like we all just get lucky and it's crazy and so many of us, almost all of us don't do this full time. We all have jobs and then we do this for the fun of it, which is crazy. And so then when it like starts to go well in parts of our lives, it's just like I don't know it just takes off and you're like, Oh my God, what's happening? 
yeah yeah it's crazy yeah uh, and there's a there's i mean like nine to five warriors was an anomaly because he's just like he's so driven you know like he had an idea and he he's been pushing for it for a while now and it's coming out so it's it's a crazy thing yeah there's, yeah there's so many artists where you're you're right there may not be a secret sauce i mean a lot of the people in making a mutant there's a lot of people in there that uh should be huge <laughs> like massive i mean snk some of the stuff he put out is just so good the that crane was incredible yeah the one that i think of that like hit all the buttons immediately was the oh man smz toys put out the marshmallow man the crane all right that's it yeah snz <laughs> may have is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that one was crazy. I went whenever I saw it, and it like came out of nowhere too. I think I went through his Instagram, and I couldn't find anything before that. Like, how do you? Uh, yeah, how's that your first thing? <laughs> right, like, and not only, and then he produced the uh, Michelangelo. Yeah, that's that was right. Like yeah, that. yeah, and just... yeah, I reached out. I actually reached out to him to get him on making a mutant. It was a shot in the dark. I was like, this stuff is crazy. Like, he I jumped if he on, would... right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's nice. been on there. Yeah. Uh, he. This is what's so I will spend money on marketing or do whatever with the podcast. But sometimes my favorite thing to do is, um, like for him, I reached out and I said, "Listen, I know that you're sold out of all of your." your work because that crane is fantastic. Like I, I saw that it yes. sold out so quickly. If you have any artist proofs, can I pay for one? We do a giveaway and it just gets sent to whoever from the podcast. Oh, wow. And he immediately was like, absolutely. I have this many, he said, how, whatever number of artist proofs I'll like, we'll do that. But I can't imagine. I think he was like, Oh, we could just do this team up. And I was like, no, no, your work is, fantastic it just goes into like the marketing budget or whatever this is oh, and it yeah. was awesome to be able to do that and to have him and i i wish i could remember his bad toys um i don't remember his actual name but he came on and like we had a live and a podcast episode and it was just cool to talk about all those things happening Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live, it's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Radical. Collector spotlight. Ooh, collector. Current upcoming shows and drops. Drop. Giveaways. What? Short chats with artists. News from the hood. 100% indie all the time. That's, That's Toys Alive! Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Oh, man. So somebody ended up, somebody won that then. Someone that did. Per- Dang, so lucky. Yeah. He, yeah. he did the artwork for his stuff, too. Like, he's just, he's a great artist. Yeah, he did send me one thing that um, that I was like, oh, okay, this is fantastic. Like, um, in the Krang box, there's the blueprints for Krang. Yeah. And... He sent me an extra one, so that's now hanging on my wall because that was. Oh, you got that nice. Yeah, yeah, I um, remember that it came with the blueprints. I think with the original, like the Ninja Turtles crane. 
Oh, um, it's so sick. I think it was like a little bitty one or something from what I remember. Yeah. Um, here is something that is also interesting. Most of us don't do this full time. Those that say they do it full time, um, like that's incredible. How do you fit in so much of this sculpting in your normal work to life balance? I think that is the I like to try to have some professional questions in there. This is your <laughs> professional question. I just do it at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I do. I just cult at work. Yeah. Uh pretty lazy job. So I just <laughs> yeah. That's all I do. What's crazy is Dave Dave we... does the same thing. So <laughs> he does. He for sure yeah, does. He does. He shoots videos at work too, though. Gosh dang it. <laughs> What's funny is we will talk, you and I will talk about a, a a toy idea or something you're working on or something that like you're doing for me. Um, but you work nights and I'm like yeah heading to bed at like 9 30 by the time i wake up something is there it's done (laughs) yeah well uh i owe that to the making a mutant too because i i wasn't i think they kind of i guess because of my my place in the group which is uh makeup for if anybody doesn't do theirs yeah (laughs) i got that i got good at doing it fast because there was there's been plenty of times where we needed something overnight. Um, and I think that it just pushes you. I guess if you do it enough, then all of it becomes easier. I just need to do that with ZBrush. I need to put Nomad away entirely and, and just force myself to learn it. Because I, I bought a giant, huge monitor to, to sculpt on, and I'm not even using it. Just yeah. collecting dust. When you you've sculpted... Um, one of my favorite toy lines ever. Um, you, if I remember right, you did the leg that was Earthworm Jim. That's right. Yeah. So I think my love for your work may not even stem from like your work's incredible because it is, but I think it stems it's from nostalgia. Like, yeah, like you sculpt <laughs> yeah, things sure. that I fall in love with. I'm sculpting things that I fall in love with. That's the, yeah. <laughs> we just have the same taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> um, will you be, we might've talked about this. Will you be at designer con this year? Uh, maybe. We'll, maybe we'll see. Today. I mean, I said it last time and I didn't, uh, but I had some issues and, and couldn't go anyways, but yeah. Uh, cross your fingers. I could end up in Denver in january and if i do i'll be a little bit closer so it'll be easier awesome yeah i because like seeing it was cool seeing dave at one with gorehounds that was cool and then watching gorehounds sculpt in person it was yeah it was crazy that they had um if i remember correctly the booth set of it was them and then next to them was kerfloss and death and strawberries who were sculpting in wax yeah yeah i was the world i was stoked i had to go look up the map and like see where where everybody was to in relation to where they were Uh, and i was telling dave like while i was there i was like go check out this guy go check out that i had to uh tell him uh who alex party was yeah like go check out alex party his stuff is amazing with you desiring to not do commissions and wanting to focus more on collaborations and that type of stuff. 
where when you look over your work, where do you see it going? Where do you hope that this takes you? I hope to um, just produce, you know, stuff and and hope that people want it. I guess that's it. I mean, it's not money would be great, but if people are excited about your art, I mean, that's that's great. You know, uh, just you know, I'll, I'll watch plenty of uh, convention videos and seeing your work. I've seen some of my work at these conventions. I had no idea it would be there, and that's crazy just to see it on somebody's shelf, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know that you'll ever know how much it means to me that you brought something that I loved to life. And so it's like being able to now see that in places. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt exactly it. the same way. I mean, you're, you're 50% on this, so <laughs> I, it wouldn't be there without you. Um, we, we have some plans for some crazy, crazy things too. So, uh, there will be more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is it's ones. like, I, the, the hard part about my inner thing is I never want to be taken advantage of as an artist. That was yeah. that's always my thing. And so then when I, um, work with you and my first thing is like how much that's what I always like I want to be clear and like get that number out there uh it doesn't yeah, matter I, and I don't want to say yeah <laughs> I don't want to do that I did that with nine to five too and he he eventually just forced me I was like man come on yeah he uh, has to because <laughs> his stuff is like he's got so many artists doing it but yeah. for us you were like how about at the end you tell me yeah i'd like, much prefer the... that yeah what do you think it's worth <laughs> i think it's worth 50 bucks dude just tell me like <laughs> i because i mean okay yeah you you may not believe me but um like i said like with that initial sculpt of the Ferb uh Ferbzerker, uh i didn't know it looked bad <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's where my mind is. When when we get to the end, you tell me that's how all my sculpts are, by the way. Like I will do four or five different renditions before I get to uh what would I finish with. Yeah. It came out great and you'd never know. But yeah, I that's the first time in interacting with you that an artist has ever said that to me. So I have to put my <laughs> own like maybe it's an insecurity issue or a pride issue. Cause I, I like I never want to be taken advantage of. So then I have to set that aside and be like, okay, we're just going to pay him what I think a standard <laughs> rate is, whether it's good or bad. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want, I mean, like I wasn't going to do it anyways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm getting paid, that's, that's great. Here's the question that I have. Uh, as well that kind of aligns with us and kind of aligns with your work you don't take commissions on a regular basis and hadn't taken commissions why'd you say yes to me um I, it's just because i listen to your show and i love it so i'm like you know you're giving back by doing that so i wanted to give back by by doing the commission and uh it and because the experience was so great you know like it was such a good experience doing that that now we're just going to do it from now on. <laughs> so <laughs> I, it's, it's different. I mean, you've been through this, right? Like with, uh, with, with getting commissions, you know, yeah. um, that it's not always a good experience. And so 
uh, I, I've, I think my original thing was like, I, I was asked to do some commissions. A lot of those I didn't, I didn't want to do, you know, I, I wanted to be fun for me. So I didn't want to do something stupid. Uh, and a lot of them are just like traditional artists. They want you to make them, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make you, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I'm going to make a post regardless if it is being a commission or not. And I don't want to, I don't want to post that. Yeah. What some was, guy or some guy's dog or something. Yeah. And you know, I've, you, if you talk to uh, bastards of the multiverse, yeah. um, like incredible work, he does fantastic stuff and can sculpt oh, yeah. faces like no other. The, yeah. So when I had, there was a, a weird go for a hot sec uh, last year into this year where they, I had three commissions come in and all three of them wanted an exact sculpt of whatever it was. So I like reached out to him and we were working together. And of course, like, again, pay your artists pay. Like, I can't stress yeah. that enough. And so he immediately was like, this is how much it is. I was like, awesome, let's do it. But I, um, man, I don't know how to say this the nicest way. I hate commissions where I am the middle person between the person ordering the commission and the sculptor. And then I am doing the work of like painting and stuff. Because oh, yeah. he would do incredible work that I thought was fantastic. I would take those images, send them over to the client. They would say, mm, can we tweak this? And their tweaks usually were so dumb. Like, yeah. extend the and, and then they're going bit. down the line trying to get the information back to them. Yeah, that's right. stupid. <laughs> and then I had to then take it, circle it, because I don't, like, I can't describe exactly, send it back to him. And I felt so guilty and so um, just awful in doing that with um, bastards of the multi. I can't. Yeah. What's his real name? His first name. Why can't I'm I? terrible with names. I remember Dave. <laughs> like that's this is why Instagram sucks. <laughs> and um, I don't even call him Dave. I just call him Dimension X when I'm talking yeah. about him. For, yeah. And so. Like that was, that's why I, when people, like I have someone in my DMs right now that wants um, a toy made of them, which is great. Like I can do that. I can turn a toy that'll look like you. The second that you ask me to have it sculpted so it looks like you, your price has yeah. tripled. One, two, oh, yeah. I'm, you, I'm immediately going to say no because I don't want to be the middle person anymore. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you see uh, Bastard's uh, Shogun Godzilla's? They are insane and like oh, so crazy <laughs> yeah he is so good at what he does and the fact that he did the he hips and the fact that he is just what is so crazy about making a mutant and uh you dave and bastards specifically and bootleg toyco um oh, yeah. you, you four specifically which is so crazy you guys are all so talented and you're all so nonchalant about how talented you are. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I, I'd say that about the whole group, really. I mean, it's yeah. such a wonderful group that there's like, there's no ego. Like there's nobody really has any ego and that's, it's great. It's everybody's so easy to work with. 
yeah. everybody's happy to be there. A lot of the the new, you know, the people who've just been in a couple of the last rounds, they're just like stoked, you know. Uh, I love that. It's it should be way bigger than it is. It's a travesty. I it's got to be like the world's largest toy collaboration ever. Like nobody does this, you know. Honestly, my hope is that Dave or someone because I know you guys have to work out pricing and licensing and yeah, that's out. difficult. Yeah. yeah, especially what is it? Thirty people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's not about the money, there's enough people to to pitch in and get some stuff made. You know, because um, you worked out like packaging, you guys could partner with Dove and like making oh, yeah. mutant could be a regular thing that goes out at every designer con or comic con or dke con like yeah you could have crazy. three a year yeah 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 but. it should get bigger um i don't know what it is <laughs> uh we'll all continue to do it i know uh there there's been there's been spurts of um maybe people getting bored of it i don't know if some people have dropped out there's a few of us that have been in there for every single round but i think we may be down to maybe three uh, yeah, Dave has done every single round, and uh, I can't remember. Maybe Bastards has or Epoxy. Maybe Epoxy Crusader's been in there for a while. I imagine yeah. what's going to happen is it will grow and grow and grow and grow until you've hit like the majority of the sculptors that you guys interact with, and then start to shrink down to the ones that are here and diehards for it. And yeah. then that's that's when it'll start going like, okay, how do we produce this? How do we do this? Yeah, yeah. We've discussed that. We've we've also discussed uh I mean even branching it off and like having this its thing and then maybe doing something way more serious. Yeah. I kind of like that idea because there's there's some people in there that are just so they're they're serious about, you know, and just kind of serious about anything that they touch. They just want their work to be good. Yeah. You know, that was the first time when I saw you guys' first sculpt for making a mutant. Um, I bought one from some from probably Bastards and painted it and had fun with it and it was awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, and I did I, I want to say I reached out to Dave or I reached out to Epoxy, or maybe both of them. I don't I don't know. But I told them it was the first time that I had said out loud to anyone like your toy is so good. How do I fund it to help it be made into like, yeah. and like get this Safubi created in the soft final from Mexico? And, yeah. um, and I think both of them, um, that's a big thing to say, like, how do I do this for you guys? Cause it was so incredible. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the issue is cause there's yeah. so many people involved that it's like, yeah, you can't, can't really throw money at it just the concept is is brilliant right like i mean it's a very it's a very socialized uh toy i mean because it's just if you sculpted it then you can sell it yeah uh, and that's how it works uh but yeah uh expanding it from there that's that's kind of the crutch that it has it's a cool thing for sure but that that's a crutch if it wants to get bigger too yeah i do remember um that was something that had been said that if you were a part of it, you could print it and sell it. Yeah. And, and, and a few people do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh my God, yeah. if I was in that group, which you've tried to get me to do sculpting, 
Yeah, um, I'm still trying. You you yeah. have to. <laughs> <laughs> so have on to top, I, I'm telling you, you will get addicted though. It's it's a blast. That's the hard part, right? So yeah. Um, one, I realized I do need a new iPad if I'm going to do this because the one I okay. have is a little older. So if I yeah, that's a pitch already. That's a pitch to my wife of like, hey, I need to get this. Hey, um, two months from now. Christmas. Yeah. Uh and then <laughs> or t- hell, today's Halloween. You deserve a present. <laughs> there we go. Halloween yeah. present. Um, and then on top of that, uh, like the things that go with it. I need a, a pencil to go with it so I could sculpt. Yeah. And, um, and then to find time between my full-time job, toy making, and podcasting. So yeah, we, there's yeah. some packed schedule in there, but I think I think it's doable. I like I think it's I think it's doable for sure. I'm already married, so like exactly. <laughs> I don't need to go out and date and find like yeah, you don't gotta go clubbing or nothing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, see, see, I I uh I have a newborn and uh working full time and then sculpting. And then Dave and I, you know, we're working uh to get this podcast rolling too, which uh you know that's gonna be a blast, but how are we going to do that? <laughs> like, yeah. We both have the same schedule with uh, work, sculpt, uh, newborn. Our kids are, uh, oh, you know, not far apart at all, months apart. Yeah. Uh, and then and then trying to start that up too. I have uh, found that you, Dove and I have talked about this of like, because he does everything, like he's the toy god with when it comes to toys and distribution and all those things. And then has his, show on youtube and um hosts his own con and then goes to the other cons and all kinds of stuff yeah and he has posed the question of like i don't know how you do a weekly show i i yeah. mean some weeks yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah dave and i were talking about that last night actually actually he was up early early this morning i think yeah. it was around like three or four a.m and uh yeah he's like i don't know how he does it you know what that's that's a lot because like ours we were talking in like maybe monthly yeah and short short too i mean it's gonna be it's not gonna be anything like like uh uh toys on tap or toys alive or anything it's gonna be a completely different thing uh but yeah there's no way there's no way we could do that (laughs) yeah i think i like you you the first episode you do you'll find out very quickly like okay we can pump these out where like yeah. it's like super easy and editing and all that stuff and um you start to find time to do it and then when you can't find time you make time the worst ones that i will tell you are like on top of working out details if someone is international so yeah i heard you talking about that getting a translator uh yeah like yeah, those which, details uh, are tough yeah that may be the issue with uh sycamore too because you need to get him on there but he's from spain uh, he, correct yeah he might need a translator um, we have translators in the group though too <laughs> see that's what's great like that so i uh the ones that are hard to work with sometimes are like if i need a translator so just lining up everyone's schedule um or if they're in australia or new zealand because it's 19 hour difference so oh man we are always on the opposite side of the day yeah like figuring out and that's just on those days it's like okay i'm coming in at 4 a.m to record a podcast because yeah Yeah, i think you just did slime city 
Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah up but, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And Quebec. And luckily, or like Quebec, the time yeah. difference is only three hours. So not bad. But oh, okay. um, yeah, there are some that it's like. Uh, and then on top of time zone and on top of if I need a translator, it's like working around their schedule then as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. But yeah. once those things are planned, um, everything runs smooth. It's super easy. Yeah, hopefully you won't have to edit this. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I edit that, all of them. That's so. got to be that's got to be a, a great feeling when you're like, oh, I don't have to. I just got to throw the commercial in there, put the yeah. intro on, done. <laughs> Out of a hundred, and I think this episode is one, uh, one forty-five maybe. Wow. Out of all those episodes, two have not needed editing. Wow, man! Yeah. Do you so, remember who that was? Um, last bastion. Uh, when they came on, or when um, Chris came on, uh, Chris does Ragnar that portion of yeah, Last Passion. That's right, yeah. Um, I didn't need to edit his, and I didn't need to edit. Uh oh, oh, one of Suck Lords, one of his five. Oh, Somehow, nice. yeah, like all of his needed editing because there was things in the background or something happening. Um, but. His, I think it was his last one. I didn't have to touch once. Yeah, What's your guys' podcast going to be about? Uh, it's going to be. It's definitely going to be uh, sculpting related, but this Heck is yeah. more uh, informative, uh, like instructional sort of thing. So, yeah, completely different. Um, I mean, there's. It's, it's very. It's going to be technical, I guess. Yeah. Um, just the process of everything. We're going to need to get an ad on Toys on Tap for it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And vice versa. Pumped, Uh, pumped. It'll be hard to get started. But again, like neither of us are, we're not expecting anything from it. Just kind of an extra thing to do, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) We're all looking for (laughs) extra things to do while also saying that we don't have time. Yeah, we're all ADHD, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, it's the craziest. (laughs) Dude. It has been so good having you on for this week's episode. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Um, the end of the podcast, you've heard enough episodes. You know how this goes. Plug the stuff that you've got coming up. Um, the stuff, the people that you want to shout out to, um, where they can go to find out how they can collab with you, all that stuff. Plug away. Okay, so hit me up on Instagram at More Horrific. That's pretty much the only place that I'm at uh join making a mutant it's a blast uh what i have coming up we have the uh ninja turtle show uh on ninja turtle day it's gonna be crazy huge artists huge artists that are gonna be on that next year right Uh, yeah that's next year though that's a ways away and uh the next making a mutant theme is going to be yokai christmas so that'll be a weird one uh, other than that, like, yeah, just the, uh, uh, you, you tell me, what do we have next? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know yet. I'm, I am struggling in my own life of like, what's next? So yeah. once I know, you'll know, and then the world will okay. know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good.